Welcome to Slaying the Sale, a podcast full of practical real-life sales lessons that you wish you learned in business school. Your host, Kyle, is a two-time best-selling author, creator of the Slaymaker Method, and in each episode, he and his guests will be answering the tough questions around sales, lead generation, and all things business to help you transform your sales mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Kyle Slaymaker. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Slaying the Sale. I'm really starting to enjoy these. We've recorded many, many, many of these episodes so far, and I haven't had a single guest that hasn't made me go, wow, the audience definitely can learn something from this episode. So I am very pleased to announce that we have the one, the only Michael Power with us today. You can hear him snickering in the background. It's such a good introduction. We're already off on the good foot. Uh, so Michael, listen, bud, introduce yourself. Thanks for coming on. Tell the audience, who are you? Kyle, I appreciate you having me on. It's an honor to be on your podcast. And uh, I am Michael. I am the host of the Crushing Your Fear podcast. I have a book coming out um, in about a month or two called Crushing Your Fear. Um, I started the podcast based on a, um, you know, personal experiences, but also I see there's a lot of fear out there in the world today, a lot of people are um, just kind of making decisions while, by not looking at all the information in front of them, right? And, and there could be, you know, life-altering decisions. Uh, and also there, you know, I mean, there's different aspects of society that we really don't think about and stop and look at. And fear is really the cause, the root cause, I think, of a lot of things that we do or don't do. I think that's, man, we're already, we're already starting strong, right? We're already hitting the audience with some, some good stuff here. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, when you think of fear, everything from imposter syndrome to, you know, am I making the right choice? Uh, you know, it's, you're right. I think uh, there's a ton of people out there that are just either making the wrong decision based out of fear, or they are just making no decision based out of fear. So tell me more about that. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? What led you to do this? Well, you're right. If you, um, uh, you know, you make a choice and if you choose not to act, that's a choice, right? You're choosing not to act. Um, but there's a lot of people out there. Also, the biggest uh, fear that I see, and it's very prevalent, is fear of what other people think, which stops people dead in their tracks. Uh, or, or they can maybe you know, if they have an uncle or something like that, and they say, have, I have an idea, like, I want to do this and that, and I have this for this invention. And then the uncle tells them, you know what, you're, you're crazy, you have a family, you have a job, what are you thinking about? And that could stop somebody dead in their tracks. And whereas if they invented this thing, or did this action, they might have helped millions of people. And we see that daily, constantly, a lot of people are doing that. And, and it's just not, it's, it's a disservice like to humanity when you think about it, right? I mean, oh, you can yeah. have an idea and you, you can help so many people, but you know, it's because almost, of that, yeah. It's almost hard to comprehend. Like it, imagine how many things we've already missed out on in this world. How many inventions, how many plans simply because of what you just brought up, simply because of that fear. It's, it's almost hard to even wrap your, you know, wrap your brain around. Like what, what could have been? 
what could have been. And a lot of people, you know, they're in there, a lot of people on their deathbeds, you know, you keep reading about it and hearing about it again. It's just, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. I wish I would have made a difference, gone out there and actually helped people do something, right? Yeah. Or help people, help community, do something for the community or the world. Um, you know, I am, I am a CPA as well. And I found, and it's a great living. I mean, I'm getting paid, you know, a nice amount of money and I'm able to, uh, you know, pay my bills, but, you know, you look at what you produce and maybe it's like a spreadsheet and you put it in a folder and then maybe one or two people are happy, but the, but that's it. <laughs> and then it disappears and you don't really build anything and you're not really helping humanity. Uh, you know, in, in this case, you know, the crushing your fear I'm, I actually want to go out there and I am scheduled to go out there and start speaking on stages, speaking in front of people and kind of saying, hey, you know, look at the fear that arises in your life and, and tackle it, you know, take care of it and, and, and or maybe rechannel that, that negative energy into something positive and do something good with it. That's awesome. Uh, and congratulations on speaking on stages. I mean, that's, that's a big step. You know, you don't talk about even getting over fear. That's, that's a big, it thing. is, but you know what? It's like when I started my podcast, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I said, I want to start a podcast and there, you know, and I did, you know, and, um, I got some help. I got, I got some coaching and I, I talked to people that actually have done it. You know, if you have an idea and you want to do something, talk to somebody who's actually done it, you know, what you want to do. Yeah. And then get get advice from them. And then, you know, instead of talking to somebody else, some random person, maybe an uncle or something like that, <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> they have like zero experience, you know, they don't know. That's what I would um, suggest. Yeah, it, it's it's great. I mean, the timing of this podcast, because depending on when this comes out, for those that are, I, again, I have no idea when we're going to release this episode, um, but I'm doing my, my Slay Your Life event in Vegas, and I'm currently building that. Oh, right. It's yeah. lined up. I'm going to be in Cincinnati, Tampa, the Dominican for the M events. Um, and it's just kind of crazy. Like it, it's, it's that fear, right? Cause there was that fear with me and it took um, a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours, Miranda, um, right. Miranda messaged me and she just said, listen, you know, I want you to be a speaker on my stages. Um, but you said you wanted to do an event yourself. Just do it. Just, put it out there, jump on Facebook, put it out there right now. You're doing the event. Don't like, just go. And I was like, I guess there's really no other way to get me over that fear, right? Like there's no other way for me to just take action than just go for it. Take the action, say, you know, fuck the fear and just go, just yeah. go. What's the quote by uh, Wayne Gretzky? Like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Exactly. Right. So I think you doing that event and I need the, the link to that event. You, you, uh, <laughs> I'd like, when is it going to happen again? Yes. Uh, what so are the details the event is going to be December 2nd and 3rd in Las Vegas at the Hilton garden. Inn. Oh, nice. Uh, we've got myself, Miranda Jiggins, my wife, Miss Elizabeth, um, Phil, uh, oh, I almost used his, his, uh, his real name. He wants a stage name used. Feel better, the podcast mogul. Uh, he will be there. Um, Nell Tice, Coach Nell Tice will be there. And it's going to be emceed by Josh Luther. And cool. Jeremy Trifles will be there too. Um, but it's two full days. The first day is going to be all of the speakers. And then the second day is going to be set up kind of like a banquet style. We're going to have breakout sessions, round tables, Q&As with all the speakers. It's going to be a lot of fun. So 
That Looking sounds really to great. That. Yeah, cool. I need that link. I want to sign up. I want to come to December. Yeah. So I, that that's that's very possible. But I think that's great. But that's what you have to do. And and you know what? You you have an event like that. You don't know what's going to happen. How many people are going to attend? But even if you do fail for, for some reason, or you set a goal and like, I want a hundred people, maybe 50 people show up. All right. Well, you had 50 people that showed up, you know, yeah. and maybe it's a failure to, uh, to somebody else, but to you, it's like, all right, well, I, I took the step in the right direction. And then what you do is um, you adjust, right. And then you go forward and then the next event, you, you tweak it and get more people and more people, and more people. But I think, you know, in order to do something, especially entrepreneurship, we were talking about that before we got on, you need to fail. <laughs> yeah. You got to expect failure, you know, through failure, that's how you succeed. And, um, you know, there, there's a, there's a quote out there. It's like the, you know, I, um, people look at your successes, but your successes are directly proportionate to the number of, number of times you fail. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. So just got to get out there, fail, 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 adjust, and then boom. It's that's another really good point. Um, you know, I'm I would like to think I'm known for saying there's no such thing as true failure, right? And we can go down the road of anything that happens, no matter how bad of a fail it is, you can learn from it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, you you figure out what went wrong, you make those tweaks, and you build from it, right? Um, but I think that, and we kind of just touched on it, but like the greatest lesson is, you know, you you also can't fail slash learn if you don't try, mm -hmm. right? So if you're being held back, if you're, again, scared because your uncle who, you know, didn't even finish high school is telling you you're nuts because you want to do this life-changing invention and you stop, you don't know. Yeah. And like you said, if my, if my one of my biggest fears is death. I'm flat out, I'll get real vulnerable. Terrifies me, terrifies me. But if at the end of my life, whenever that does come, I sit there and I go, God, I wish I would have done this. I, yeah. I'd be crushed. I'd be crushed. I know. I know. And a lot of people do that and, and they don't take the chance. They don't follow their heart, follow their dreams, and they uh, lead a, a very mediocre life. Um, you know, there, there are things like if you have kids, you got to make sure you do stuff in order to take care of your kids, you know, your family. Um, but if there's stuff that you want to do um, that you're just not, um, you know, doing because of some type of fear that, okay, what if I fail or, but like you said, failure is not failure. It's just, you're learning a list, a lesson, right? Yeah. You kind of have a setback. A yeah. And it could be a long time. Yeah. As, as entrepreneurs, I think, especially when we just start out, right. That fear of failure is very real. Right. And, and I mean, as entrepreneurs, I, I think it's, it's so funny. Somebody asked me, um, one of my earlier clients, they asked, you know, I feel like I'm so much more on edge with my, my husband when he asked me like, well, why are you doing this? And I said, entrepreneurs can be some of the most sensitive people on earth, especially with spouses and people close to them, because they feel that these people should be their safety nets. Yeah. These people should be the ones telling you us, good job. Everything's great. Instead of just asking this in question that makes you feel like, how dare you ask me that? Why? Because I know what I'm doing. When in reality, I mean, 90% of us, you know, we're just flying by the seat of our pants. But, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> but the, it's, it's so 
interesting. I mean, it's just that that fear. It's it's real. I mean, it's very very real. But eventually, yeah. I just woke up one day and it was it was my wife. It was she's the the guiding light. She said, you know, you've already done all this. You need to try this. Like you need to do it. You yeah. imagine if you what what would you do in ten years from now if you didn't you know start your company? And I I don't know. I don't know where I'd be in ten years, but I have a feeling I'd be a lot less happy. Absolutely, you got to go for it. I mean, you know. Um, I'll tell you a story about myself and how the whole fear thing arise. You know, I had a, you know, I'm a CPA, like I said, and I had a job up in New Hampshire. And, you know, I also had this idea in my head about, you know, brewing a beer with some Irish barley and because uh, I spent a lot of time in Ireland. And then oh. I saw the craft beer scene blowing up. So I'm like, let me try this. So I went into the basement. I started making beer. People liked it. And I'm like, all right, maybe I'm onto something. And then I decided to just, uh, scale up and go for it. And I took the 401k, we opened a business, right? I was making like 200 gallons. Instead of five gallons, I made 200 gallons. We had distributors, people coming into the brewery. It was awesome, you know, in the beginning. And then, um, you know, the competition kind of quintupled over over a couple of years. And my package would have been a week at this point, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, they're popping up everywhere. They're popping up everywhere. And then my packaging went away, like became obsolete. So my, my profit margin became obsolete as well. And a lot of tremendous financial strain. You know, I had a house. I had the kids. I had the wife. I had everything. The dog. And, you know, the, the ex-wife just uh, couldn't. She just didn't want to go that way so she took the kids and left um so the house was gone the kids were gone the, the ex-wife was gone uh and i had a lot and i ended up in in my strip mall where my business was in my office on an air mattress like that was my home for Jeez. about a year uh and I, you know i went to the gym i showered at the gym and and i kind of just like god just slapped me and just I ended up on that mattress, right? And I have to say, what the hell just happened? You know, what happened here? And then all this fear started happening. I had a landlord who wanted this rent. I had, you know, a bank that wanted to get paid. Now I have child support to pay. And this, that whole fear just kind of was a vice. And then it started manifesting itself into physical. Like I started to get eczema all over my body. So I'm like, this is crazy, right? So I went to the, um, the the dermatologist like three times. And the third time she's like, let me do a biopsy, see what this is. And she said it was stress-induced eczema. I'm like, this is crazy. And I'm telling people like, oh yeah, stress-induced eczema. I'm like, no, no, that's not okay. It's not an okay thing. So that's I wow. Had, I had two, I had two choices, either go in a corner and say, okay, my life is over, or or stand up and you know, I, I, I woke up one day and I said, Michael, you know, you have all this fear, but uh, let fear fear you, right? <laughs> and like that it. just kind of went, whew. so I got a lot of help that I needed. I had, you know, I got coaches. I started listening to a lot of podcasts like Ed Milet, Andy Frisilla, Ryan Stuman. We're in Apex now. Um, and had just bringing tremendous people who've done a lot of good things around me, getting the advice I needed. And now I'm here. I I'm on your podcast. I have my own podcast. I got a book coming out. I'm going to be on a stage actually in a couple of days. I'm going to be on a stage in Florida on Friday. It's like crazy, crazy stuff, right? That's happening because I saw the vision. I saw the vision. 
Influential, yes. Are you down, with, you down with Stacy. I'll be there with Stacy, yes. So I'll be, and she's given, she's been very good uh, to me. She's my uh, coach now, and influential. If anybody's out there, please look into it because she's doing tre tremendous things with people, and she has just a lot of people around her that are helping her with the whole influential movement, who have been very, very positive in my life and. Um, the whole the whole crux of it there's a lot of junk that's inside you there's a lot of stuff in you from from when you were a child a lot of old stuff that you kind of keep replaying you go visit it in the past and that's a problem with fear too like something happens to somebody in the past and then there's like a triggering event that happens now and then they bring the past into the present and they either do or not do something so that that's a big big uh, part of fear as well have you uh have you ever done anything with Wiley? Actually, yes, Wiley on the I had him, I had him on my podcast. Yeah, I had one. He has a, a negative clearing uh, yeah. thing that I need to do with him. Did you do that with him? Or? Yeah. So this is this is a huge testament to Wiley. Um, people know I lost my little brother three years ago. Coming up on actually the day I get back, the day after I get back from Dallas um, for the entrepreneurs meetup is the third anniversary of his passing. Um, and uh, it was not Wiley, but it was Caitlin reached out to me. And she was like, hey, Wiley wants to do one of the, the negative clearings with you. And I was like, all right, whatever. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's see what he's got. Um, and Wiley has such a gift mm. of like, he can he was able to read my face and he could see exactly where my head was going yeah and we were just doing it on zoom and he'd immediately snap me out of it and be like no we're not going down that path this is what you need to be focused on and it was probably one of the most cathartic life-changing experiences i've ever had yeah wiley is just and i, I know he's been on stacy's stage too right. um wiley's just i mean oh my for anybody out there the mind ninja wiley MacArthur, go see him Go see him. Or get his book. I was reading his book too. Yeah. He has a book out, the, the the Mind Ninja, but he he's doing a fantastic thing too. But I gotta schedule my uh my negative clearing with him as well. But Stacy and you know Stacy Rasky and the influential movement have helped me a lot with like my negative stuff and getting it out there and and you know just getting my mind in a great space you know i thought i was doing well but then I, I i entered this program and i'm like yeah i have a lot to work to work on you know i think it's uh, you're, you're like the perfect guest to talk about it right so i mean there's still at least in in the pennsylvania area um you know the idea of of coaching and masterminds are still kind of um taboo right there's still a lot of skepticism around it you know why should why do we have to pay tony robbins why do we have to pay you know, this and that. And I was, I was in that crowd for a while, like so much so that I'm a coach and I didn't want to call myself a coach mm -hmm. around here because I was like, everybody, you know, either completely confused what I'm doing. They think I'm full of shit mm -hmm. or they think, you know, God knows what. Um, so I kind of, you know, I kind of played into that stigma a little bit myself, but you know, when I joined apex, when I started talking to Wiley, it's, it's an amazing breakthrough, right? It's kind of like, like you said, like you thought you were in a good place and then you got, you know, you started working with Stacy and, you know, anybody else you worked with, you joined Apex. Um, and it's, it really is a life-changing experience because in the groups that we run in, Mr. Mm -hmm. Power, um, 
we're not just doing business coaches, right? It's, we're not just, you know, like we use Chris Whitehead, we use Stacy, and it's so much more than just business. It's like, hey, listen, your business can't thrive unless you're thriving. Right. And in order for you to thrive, you got to get your shit together in all these different areas. So let's start there and then we'll work on the business at the same time. And it's just been life-changing. Has it been for you? Oh yeah. You, I mean, you need, you need to surround yourself with people that, you know, have the similar mindset um, as you are, are doing things that you want to do. I mean, this, the majority of society is kind of complacent and like, you know, just get a job and, and just keep going and, you know, just don't worry about that. Don't do that. Oh, you're going where again? You're flying to Dallas again. What are you doing down there? Oh, you're flying to Tampa. Why are you going to Tampa? I'm going there because there's awesome people there and I want to understand what they're doing and, and they're helping me and I'd like to help them as well. I mean, that's, that's, that's the whole it. thing. And we're trying to get, and there's different vibrational frequencies, right? We, we you know, you know, Tesla talked about this too, but there's different uh, frequencies where you're at and you can be down here at this lower frequency and like, all right, my life sucks and that's all I can do about it. Or you can get to this higher frequency, but in order to get to this higher frequency and life is good, you need to surround yourself with, with people that are going to bring you up and lift you up. And that's, that's what you you're doing. That's what I'm doing. And, you know, you can see it, you know, in both of us, um, that we're, we're on a positive trajectory here. I mean, you're, you're, you're throwing events for God, for God's sakes. <laughs> this is your first yeah. event. I mean, that's awesome. It's, I mean, I love to do that too. I mean, in the future, I will be doing that, but. I, know. it's so interesting, right? So I had, uh, Miranda was my first guest. Um, and for, I, I'm, if anybody's ever even talked to Miranda on the phone, this girl has one speed and it's about 3 million miles an hour. <laughs> she is, yeah. I mean, even like we're, we're on a text thread for her events and she's like, she's like, guys, I am deathly ill, but I, I got to go to the gym. I got to, I'll be, I'll talk to you when I get back. I gotta, blah, 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 blah. And we're just like, Oh my God, how do you function living like this? And she's, yeah, she's yeah. perfect. Um, yeah. But it's, it's so amazing. Like just how you feel. Like I, when I joined apex, um, I, yeah, it was right before the New York event, I think, the, the Million Dollar okay. Man of Mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when I first ran into you. Um, okay. And I was like, I I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to take the step. I'm going to invest in my business and myself, and I'm going to join Apex. And then I said, yeah. I'm going to drive five hours and go to the, MD or the Million Dollar Meetup. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I was like, this is going to be pretty cool. And I got in the room at Brian Lewis's office because we did a little pregame there. Um, and I'm looking around and I'm like, wow, I am nobody. Yeah. I was like, like Mariana worked or Mary, I can't remember. Right. Anna yeah, walked yeah. in and she's a powerhouse in her own right. Oh yeah. Clint Reagan walked in, Todd Friedman was there, Brian's there, Greg Mickelman. And, and I'm just like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. Like, is this really where I need to be? Okay, buddy, we'll have to edit that little one out. Um, and, and I was just like, this is overwhelming. Mm. But by the time I listened to the speakers, I was like, I'm going to, I'll go out there and fight trees. Like, I, that's how confident I am. Like, I'll, I'll go out and take over the world. Yeah. And that feeling never stopped because I started at that point 
surrounding myself, like you said, with these people that are just not only on these skyrocketing trajectories, but they want you to be on those skyrocketing trajectories. And it's huge. So excellent point. Excellent point. I mean, yeah, that was an awesome event. They flew in from Dallas, like everybody flew in, you know, Stuman and and everybody yeah. else uh, flew in, you know, uh, Chris came down from, you know, Boston or the New Hampshire area to the, for that. Yeah. And, and the people on that stage were just, you know, amazing. And, and they are, they're all on big trajectories, you know, they, they've, they've, uh, they've gotten the help they've needed they've they've surrounded themselves with with really peak performers and and it shows and and how they're they are uh performing as well and that's what you need you know if you want to if you want to get to a certain place you got to surround yourself with uh people who have done it you know and, and are willing to help you get there as well do you find that you have much less fear now that you're a part of these groups and, and surrounding yourself with these people yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that I thought, a lot of thoughts that you have, because fear, you know, 90% of the, the fear that you experience is pretty much created in, in your head, based on maybe a past experience, or somebody else tells you something, or you're anticipating the way a conversation is going to go. Um, and it's all created. But then, you know, if you look at it and stop, and understand that, no, you know, uh, this is not the way it is, but also, um you know, putting yourself in a better uh, frame of mind, right? I mean, like every day I, I do certain activities every day in the morning, I get up, I do my meditation, I, I do my visioning, right? I look at yeah. uh, pictures that I want to do, how I how want my future to go. Um, uh, I go to the gym or I go for a, a walk or a run and get your body moving and then help yourself first and get in a better space, you know, so that when these things come at you, I do my cold showers every morning. Oh, <laughs> I'm in the ah. Northeast too. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a fun thing. Like in, in February, it's like, oh, it's like oh, I'm okay. Keep, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I keep wanting to, okay. so I, I finished round one of 75 hard oh, and, and it was time for phase one. And I was like, all right, I got this. I got this. Jumped in my shower. Two seconds later, I was like, nope, done. Not doing it. <laughs> like, this, is, this, is, this is miserable. That's how I started as well. I did phase uh, one and uh, I just kept doing it. You know, I just kept doing the cold shower every day. And then when I don't do a cold shower, it's like, oh man, something's wrong. You know, like I, it's just a way to kind of get your whole system going in the morning. And I find throughout the day, I'm, you know, usually when I didn't do that, I'm kind of sluggish in the afternoon, but it kind of puts you on the right path for the rest of the day. I, I feel like I, I need to do, my wife's been talking about, you know, maybe doing like 75 medium, 75 soft. She, you know, there's a lot of, <laughs> with, with three kids and a business and her being a special ed teacher and the house and everything. Like I, it's, it's difficult for me to be able to get two workouts in. Um, yeah. But I, I tried that. Right. And I just felt like I was cheating myself. Hmm. Right. And mainly because, I completed 75 hard one time. Yeah, yeah. So I know I can do it. I know I can do it. Everything was fine. We survived, but excuse me. Um, you know that I just, I felt like I should have been doing more when I started doing 75 medium, 75 soft, whatever anybody wants to call it. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, once so, you do it, you know what you need to do. And, and, you know, I mean, I do it once a year and at the beginning of the year, usually, you know, it's January 3rd or something like that. I'm like, all right, 75 days, here we go. 
and then you just get on the program. So I did it three times already. And it's a great way to just start your year. I also do marathons every year. So I run a marathon. Um, I run a marathon. I ran New York twice. I did the Marine Marathon once. And then this year I'm doing Dublin. So I'm going to Dublin, Ireland. My my brother-in-law did an Ironman not long before my wife and I met. Mm. And it's crazy. It's, It's crazy. Ironman's, yeah, it's it's like, you know, that's heavy duty. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably do that one time. Uh, but <laughs> I'm now, like, I'm I can't take studying. a cold shower. You're like, I should do an Iron Man. I should do one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got it. Got it, Mike. I'll start taking cold showers. <laughs> uh, but I got to ask, let's, let's, uh, let's take a break from the deep stuff. Why Ireland? Why do you love Ireland so much? And full disclosure, Ireland is like my number one place I want to visit. Like I have been loved with Ireland. Oh, my, my ex-wife is from Ireland, so I spent a lot of time there. I lived in England for about five years. We lived in England. We went to, um, you know, from, from New York, went to England. And uh, it was great just exploring Europe. And uh, I had a lot of work there, but I spent a lot of time in Ireland because she has family there as well. Yeah. And, and then Dublin was an opportunity, you know, like I did New York twice already. I'm like, all right, you know, and then I, usually I do these for the American Cancer Society. So we raise funds. Good. And so I'll raise like four grand, you know, for, for, uh, per marathon for the, uh, the American Cancer Society. And they had an opportunity for me to go uh, do Dublin. And I'm like, all right. I tried to do it uh, two years ago and then again. And then COVID kind of screwed everything up. And they were doing like virtual marathons. I'm like, I can't do virtual marathons. Like, yeah, I saw those. It's like, like decaffeinated oh. coffee. It's like, it's not the real Boiler. thing. You know? I did, um, I did two Tough Mudders. That was, oh, okay the most I've ever done. Um, and it was interesting. Like it's, it's almost like I did the first one with, with my wife. Um, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved. It. I was in like some of the best shape of my life. I'm no longer in the best shape of my life. Um, and we crossed the finish line. I was like, Oh, that was really cool. And then the next year, my buddy was like, I think I want to try one. I was like, I'll do one again with you. And let me tell you what, it's a completely different experience the second time with at least with my personality type because i we started within like three miles i was like man i already did this shit man this is why am i (laughs) do this again like i don't know but i finished it and the worst part of that one was somehow we got separated and i don't know where we split but i ended up like backtracking three quarters of the course oh wow and then I, like, I got to like the third obstacle again. And I was like, wait, what the hell is this? I was like, I know I did this. I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I finished like three quarters of the course and ended up going back. I was like one of the oh last ones God. to finish. And I still ran the entire thing. I was like, I'm done. Like, just take me home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was awful. But yeah, at least you I know, can say I did it. You have to challenge yourself, you know. And that's one of the things like the cold shower. It's like something that's just going to smack you in the face and... Uh... You know, if you can handle a cold shower for, you know, in the morning, you can pretty much handle <laughs> yeah, a lot you of things that come any. at you, you know. Oh. Well, Mike, listen, before we wrap up, let's let's ask you a few questions here. What um what advice do you have for anybody thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, currently an entrepreneur, or a full-time business owner? Uh, I would say just, um, you know, things are going to get rough if they haven't gotten rough already, you just got to stay the course, you know, set your goal, stay the course. Um, you will uh, experience a lot of fear 
from from different sources but like when i had my business um you know i always said that there's walls that people erect in front of you right so you can do a couple things with these walls you can go around the wall you could scale the wall you could tunnel under that wall or you can blast right through it right and sometimes <laughs> they don't like i blast through a couple of walls people weren't happy with me but I'm going that way, you know? So um, you gotta just stay stay the course and do not give up. I think that's, again, man, this is a good episode. <laughs> this is a good one. So the, the going through, going around, like it's so interesting. My personality type is that. Like I just blast right through. Yeah. Right, there's a, yeah, the age old adage, everybody hears the words I can't, but special people hear the words, you know, prove me wrong. Um, I don't, I don't think I'd ever at this point, maybe earlier on in my career as an entrepreneur, maybe I would have gone around or gone over. Um, but now I think it's just, there's a good feeling about just blasting right through. There's a good, there's something to be said about when you can look back at an obstacle and you can say, I literally destroyed that. I, I crushed it. I, I made that obstacle you know, my bitch, I just went. And that's, that's an awesome feeling. So I, I love hearing that you brought it up. I like, cause you, you had that, that smirk on your face. I could tell that you were just like me and you're like, man, I go right through them. <laughs> bastards. Yeah. Exactly. Fear the same way. Fear is a wall too. Fear, fear gets erected in front of you. You're like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do that. But you know, if you take that fear, a lot of things, well, everything that we have in the universe is energy, right? Fear is just another form of energy. So what you need to do is look at that fear and transform that fear, embrace it, right? Embrace yeah. that fear, bring it in and rechannel it, right? I got the fear wall. You know what? I'm gonna take you and I'm gonna blast right through you. Boom. And go towards my goal because that's where I'm going. Oh, I love it. All right. Last question of a very powerful podcast. Um, what advice do you wish you would have gotten when you started your journey? Advice. Uh, I wish I would have gotten more coaching from people who have actually done stuff that I wanted to do. That's absolutely because I, I, I always, you know, a lot of times I thought I knew everything. Yeah, I can do it better. Do not fall into that trap. If you're an entrepreneur, do not think you know everything because you do not, okay? It's an easy trap to fall into. If you have questions, if you have doubts, uh, you got to get a coach. Actually, you should get a coach anyway. Like get somebody who's done what you want to do. Pay them whatever it is they want. <laughs> yeah. Don't think it's expensive because it's not because it's going to, the ROI on that's going to be like a hundredfold, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh my God, Mike, I wish I cannot wait to see you again in person. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for those, and, and listen, I am a coach. Everybody knows um, I do the sales strategy. I do the business coaching. Um, but, you know, I, I had a real struggle with, with joining Apex. I was like, all right. I first person I called was Clint. I called Clint and I said, you know, should I join? Clint's a Navy guy. I was Navy. That's how we kind of hit it off. Clint is about 85 times the size of me and we're just jacked. Um, and he said, you have to, he said, this is going to be life-changing, life-changing. Go join, go join Entourage. And then I reached out to Jessica Dennehy, 
and we got connected because I was in sales talk and we started talking because of her doing pivot and slay and my last name being Slaymaker, we hit it off. Right. Um, and she was like, oh yeah, you, you need to join entrepreneurs. And now I was like, I didn't even know there was entrepreneurs. Like, I'm like, what? Is this a new level? They're like, oh yeah, there's like three or four levels to Apex. I was like, all right. So they had Drewby call me and Drewby's like, listened to everything that I did. He saw that I already put books out. He saw that I did this and that. And he's like, you, you really need to join entrepreneurs. He said, that's where you're going to get the most out of Apex. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, how much is it? And then he told me, I was like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, that's a little more than I, because I, yeah. the jump from entourage to entrepreneurs is pretty big. Um, and, and I was just like, I don't know. I, I got off the phone with him, but I thought about it. And I was just like, all right, if I do this, I'm going to be fully committed. Like I got to do it. So I, I dropped the money and I started, you know, BYM. And that second month, I closed six figures. And I was like, whoa, okay, this shit works. Wow, wow. And, wow. you know, it's, it, it, you're exactly right. Like, no matter what they want you to pay them, pay them. But here's the caveat. That money is only going to come back if you actually listen to that coach or coaches and you actually do the work. You stop doing the work, that money's going away. You do the work and it's going to absolutely get you where you need to be. I mean, without a doubt. Yeah, just make sure your coach has done what you wanted to do or you know has a, has a lot of knowledge and has a system. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people who say they're coaches out there, which, which you know, if they haven't built anything or haven't done anything, I just be very wary, you know, yeah. about what they want, you know, but, but Apex is, is a solid organization, you know, created by Ryan Stuman, fantastic people, all the people I met there are just. Oh, that's amazing. The, the problem is there's such a low barrier to entry when it comes to coaching. Yeah. There's, there's no, you know, knock on wood, no regulation. There's no you can have a million certifications, but I, I, I can't, whenever anybody says I'm certified through this, this, and that, all that means you just paid them money and they gave you a piece of paper. Yeah. I, I want somebody who, like you said, is living the life that I want to live, running the kind of businesses that I want to run. Right. Um, but you're right. There's so many really bad morally and unethically just shitty coaches out there so much so that, I mean, like I'm, I'm known for saying client before commission. Always. And that is 100% how I handle every single client. I don't care if I'm going to take a loss. If it means getting you to where you need to be and you definitely want to be, I'll make that happen. Because if I start chasing the dollar, then the value I put out is going to be less. And I refuse you, to do that. You want to help people. I mean, like the Zig Ziglar quote, right? If you help enough people get what they want, you, you know, you'll get what you want. You'll get what you want. And, and it's, Zig. True. it's true. It is. So All right. You just got to give, give, give. Exactly. Mike, listen, thank you for coming on. You are more than welcome to come back anytime. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person whenever that may be. And I hope you absolutely rock Stacy's stage. I'm sure you will. So if there's anything you want to let us know where to follow you, where to be found, go for it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you know, you can, you can visit me at uh, crushingyourfear.com. Uh, I'm at the, the real Michael power on uh, Instagram. Um, if you want to send me a, a message, Michael at crushingyourfear.com, I'd love to talk to you. 
Um, if you got any stages you like to, you know, have me on, I'd love to, to talk to you about it and see what we can do. I'd love to come, come and just participate, you know, and talk to your people. I'd love to do that because I want to try to help as many people as I can. I'm writing my book. It's coming out. You know, if I can help, if I can help one person with this book, it's all worth it, but I'm looking to help millions. Hell yeah. Oh, so here we it. go. I love it. Well, I'll do what I can to get you there, brother. I give you my word. Awesome. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in again. Thank you to our guest, and we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, theslaymakermethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then head to Facebook to join his private group, Slaymaker Sales Mastery, to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale. <laughs>